Hey, 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 guys. This is Tea Time with Cedric. And Jai. It has been two long years, and we are finally back, baby, spilling the tea. It is <laughs> brewed, it is stewed, and it is hot. We went from a radio show to now a podcast where you can catch us weekly. Yes, we will be talking about relationships, life, ups, downs. Goals. Things that really didn't happen, that should have happened. These god-awful (laughs) 20-somethings. And it's just going to be a really great experience. So catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget, bring your favorite teacups because we will be spilling the tea. And it's going to get messy. All right. Hey, 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 guys. This is Tea Time with Cedric and Ja. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Woo. (laughs) We bet for another week. Is this our last season of love episode thingy? No. Okay, we got one more. Yeah. February ends next week. February ends next week. You're right. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, guess he's in love. It's time to go. (laughs) Time to go. (laughs) No, but yeah, we got one more episode after this. But tonight's episode is going to be really interesting because I'm curious to see what you have to say about it. Child, <laughs> you will know. <laughs> Period. Poo. But as always, we have to start with our celebrity hot tea um, before we get into the real tea. So, of course, we got to talk about Texas first. Um, our prayers mm, go out to yes. all of the families and people that have been affected by the cold weather that is happening in Texas right now. Um, my family is safe. The ones who do live there, um, thank God, they have electricity, they have food, they have water, and everything like that. But we do have some people that are not as fortunate. Um, so, I think we should post on our page links on where people can donate and stuff mm-hmm. um, to people that are struggling right now. Like literally, people are boiling, boiling like water with candles. Wow! They're having to survive, like. Um, my aunt told, well, my grandmother told me that she got the water before it like completely froze, mm-hmm. put it on her bathtub. That way she had a supply of water to drink from and stuff like that, just in case. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. Pipes are bursting and stuff. Yeah. I've seen like people posting videos about that. Yeah. I've also been seeing that, um, people are saying that, um, there's this crazy story. I think Shade Room posted it, but uh, a grocery store lost all their electricity, so they were throwing out the meat and stuff into the dumpster. Mm-hmm. But everything was still cold, obviously, because it's outside. So mm-hmm. people were going to the dumpsters, getting all that food, mm-hmm. and the police stopped them and said, "You can't do that." Like literally, police are guarding the dumpsters. Why? So people cannot get food. The government, the government care more about people dying than actually saving us. Meanwhile, speaking of the government, Ted Cruz <laughs> exactly Ted got a his did. Ford excursion and truffled through the snow. Yes, uh, to hike to Cancun. Yes, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancun. Cancun. Yeah, he went yeah. to Cancun. He all the way in Mexico. Tell me, he trying to be a good daddy. Exactly. He will be a good daddy for... to all your to all these citizens of Texas. Well, Texas. I hope <laughs> that people learn from this because. This is why you don't vote for him. Right. But you wanted him to represent you. This is what you're dealing with. I hate to say that, but if you voted for him. Which, you know, Texas can be real discriminatory. Racist. (laughs) So, uh, uh, you know, um, y'all be voting for these white men, child. These white men leave y'all high and dry when it comes time. Just like Trump promised all this mess to them farmers, honey. (laughs) And their crops was just a thoo. Just a thoo. Won't nobody nobody buy nothing from the farms. Yeah. 
That's crazy though, yeah. And he got so much. I like I like I was telling you, he got so much backlash on it. He's headed back now to Texas because <laughs> not headed back. Headed back. Okay? <laughs> he said, "I'm coming back." Sorry. He has security escort him and everything. Yes, using the taxpayers' yes, dollars <laughs> when he could be giving that to the homeless, to those people who need shelter. He trash, trash, trash. Um. Anyways, in other celebrity news, uh, we were just reading about Khloe Kardashian going off on a fan, I guess, who commented on one of her Instagram posts, um, talking about, "Can you forgive Jordan?" And here's the thing. <laughs> okay, so Khloe went off, and I ain't reading that long comment. She just basically said. I never told Kylie to not be, stop being friends with that girl. I love Kylie. That's my sister. You know, I love her through anything. I don't hate anybody. I have no ill in my heart, anything like that. And I'm just like, Chloe, you know dang well you were on Keep It On With The Kardashians screaming through the phone at Jordan, calling it her was. a fat, what, a fat B-word and mm-hmm, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. people went in on her. And I'm just like, Chloe, Indeed. come on now. Let's let's just keep it 100 the reason why you still call cool Tristan is because niggas can do dirt. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want mm-hmm. and be and be. It's a double standard, it, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For her, Jordan, unfortunately, she got backstabbed by the entire family. But no one, Tristan was what he got in the doghouse for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and then Chloe said, "Come back, let's have another child." <laughs> like what? <laughs> Make it make sense. I don't know. She trash. She trash too. And then Kim and Kanye going through it. Child. <laughs> They're saying Kanye is hurt. He's hurt. because he knows Really? He, yes. He's saying he's hurt because he knows he's losing her. And that they're probably not going to be together. No. Yes. I just read I that. I thought he was like trying to just be happy and just leave. <laughs> he's so sad. Girl. She left him. She <laughs> said, I can't deal with your ass no more. Yes. She said one week you want to go to church, next week you want to be a motherfucking crazy ass, an inconsistent man. Right. No. Uh, and I feel so bad though because it really started when he was talking about North and how she was like an accident, like how they went. No, he didn't say that. Yes. Uh, Girl, why that's did? Why, that's why Kim was in the car crying. No. Yes, uh, he said she was an accident. He said North Kanye was is an fucking ruthless. And that um, you know, they thought about abortion that he didn't want Kim to have the baby. Yes. Who so knew Kim Kanye was a true nigga through and through? And Kim is really crying. And the guy like, why would you say that? She can look back and watch this. And how's that going to make her feel? Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know you didn't know that. Girl, I didn't know none of that. <laughs> Kanye is shot the f*** out. <laughs> yes. But he's he's mentally ill. Like, he is. Come on, That's, true. That's true. He, he, That's true. That's true. He's mentally ill. He's suffering. He needs to go. He needs to get help. He needs to go to yeah. therapy. He needs to take responsibility for the fact that he has a that he has something that impairs his ability to make rational decisions mm-hmm. sometimes. And mm-hmm. because that happens, he has to he has to go and do something about it because he has children. Right. You know, I exactly. think we can't like coddle we can't coddle, especially people who like Kanye who yeah. have access. Right. You know, there are real people out there who are suffering who don't have access and don't even know that they need help. Right. But you're conscious of the efforts that will be required for you to exactly. be you know healthy exactly. and to be be able to make rational decisions and be a kind human and you're not doing it exactly so, so i'm pretty sure that's one of the reasons why Kim i ain't going awesome. to no more sunday service i ain't gonna play that album no more yeah. it was one of my top listen to albums because i thought Kanye was a decent man i was like he's turning into deacon west <laughs> i honestly did not know that you did not know that yeah it was, was reverend west in my mind this is the same time that's this is when he had his rally for being president 
Child. Yes, and he was saying all. And he only had he only had a few votes from Kentucky. First of all, he claims that he wrote them in. People say that people actually wrote him. Girl, he was jumping for joy. You know, Kanye is hefty. He's a thick man. No. He got thighs and, and ass. And, you know, he was just jumping you. around to get too big. I'm sick. You're too big to be jumping around. I'm not playing with you. About ballots that are fake. Remember the year when we were all in high school? Remember when they were riding in that monkey that died? Girl. Harambe. Harambe. White people! White people! <laughs> and why does Young Thug have a song called her People really were doing that. No, and I Mickey Mouse. Harambe and Mickey Mouse like, actually had like a standing in the presidential election. What would we have done <laughs> if that happened? That's so childish. Like, come on. Come we on. We have man. fucking King Kong as our president. Our generation is sad. <laughs> Girl, Cicely Tyson did not die for this. Oh my gosh, uh, I'm crying. Crazy, crazy. Okay, anyways, do you have any other celebrity tea? You know Chris from The Bachelor stepped down, child. What? Yeah, he stepped down. We were just talking about it last week. What happened? Mm-hmm. He he was like, it's time to go. He was like, he he said he was gonna take a break. You know. Because of all the racial allegations yeah, or something. Yeah. And well, but what did what was his he, part in it? What did he do? Well, he was trying to take up for it. And he Am like, I saying got, it's okay? Yeah, he basically did in a in a few choice words. That's basically what he said. Like without saying it, he said it. You know how they do. Oh, he was. Uh, <laughs> so, um, how did yeah. he not learn from her mistake? You telling me Chris looked at her he entire apology? He was like, things apology. are us. They always seem, you know, that like this, that like that. Like, yeah, he said all that to she Rachel Lindsay, in- the first black bachelorette, and she was like not having it. So he stepped down. She was in plantation pictures. I know. That were at Georgia College, by the way. The college that me and Jai went, went to, to. Have our degrees from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, wow, that's crazy. I I don't feel bad for him, though. Like, how did you not look at that girl's apology and say, you know what, she's right? Instead, you say, mm, I think it was taken, you know, out of context or misconstrued. Girl. It doesn't make sense. A miss. Anyways. Straight up miss. But yeah, so let's go ahead and get into this hot tea. We know y'all want to talk about it. You know we come on here to be messy. Is this for the season of love? So today we are talking about is it okay? Mm-hmm. Is it acceptable mm-hmm. to cheat <laughs> when you have an emotionally unavailable partner? <laughs> okay. So wait, break it down for us. What is an emotionally uh, what is yeah. So I feel like an emotionally unavailable or emotionally detached partner is someone who does not show emotion. It's someone who is not nurturing. It's someone who's not compassionate, Mm -hmm. empathetic, loving. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you try to show them affection. They're not affectionate. You try to show them affection. They turn you away. Right. Um, You know, things of that nature where, like, you don't really feel like you're connected to them. You kind of feel like y'all are just, you know, I don't know, just two strangers, you know, living in the same house. Right. Hmm. You know, you just feel like you don't really have a connection with them. Yeah. And you fight for the connection, but the connection never really comes. Right. And you're just like, okay. Yeah. I I know people who have been in emotionally unavailable, like who have been in relationships with people who are not emotionally available. And they say, the reason why I thought this would be a great topic is because they always say, it makes me feel like I want to cheat. Mm. 
And for me, right. <laughs> for me, I'm I'm like, hmm. Like, what is that about? Like, what right. does that come from? Right, you know. Right. So I'm on just to like talk about it. Huh. Okay. So because I, I don't think. You know, I have on my Easy E. Uh, <laughs> Here you go. Straight out of Compton flannel today. Because I and I got my combat boots on, so I'm ready to kick a bitch anytime. I don't ever think it's okay to cheat. Because I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> what, you, whoa, what you mean, but? Is I don't that yes, think yes or no? Well, I don't think it's okay to cheat on me. <laughs> but if you acting like you don't want to. Get it together And you got all of this In front of you Excuse me Child might tiptoe Out the back door Tiptoeing in his pants Or combat boots Oh my god Okay I feel like it's a two part question So I'm gonna start off With the first part Is it okay to If you cheat on your partner Because they're not Emotionally available So What I'm thinking of Is that though is you wanting in your partner to be emotionally available because it's your love language? Mm-hmm. So that so then yes, mm-hmm. okay. So if you know and you've expressed to this person that being emotionally available is one of your love languages, um, you sense that emotion, you sense you crave for that um, just sense of touch or them just being in tune with you and how you feel emotionally. Why would you get in a relationship with them? Mm, that's the question. I think a lot of times... <laughs> that's a good question, though. I think a lot of times people overlook stuff like that. Yes. You think... I think... And I think particularly with, with what I've seen with women in my life, they feel like they can change that about a man. Mm. And I don't know... you. Mm-mm. As a man... Yeah. You cannot make us do anything we don't want to do. Right. You can influence our decisions, yes. Yeah. But we will change on our own accord. Yeah. We will we have to want to do that. Exactly. There's nothing that you're gonna be able to make us do to want to if we don't want to do it, we're not gonna do it. Exactly. So I I'm just curious because for me, if you if you knew that we that okay, if you knew beforehand, before we got into a relationship, I saw all the signs. I saw that you weren't even there for me while we were talking. Why would I pursue a relationship with you? Because then, yes, the ben- I, you probably will cheat. Yeah. Because then you're going to seek that from somewhere else. Yeah. So, is it okay, though? No, it's never okay to cheat. But can you lead someone to cheat? Yes. yes. And that's that's why yeah. I said that's really yeah. a two-part question. It's because the other person has to take accountability exactly. for what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like I've expressed to you nonstop that I need you to, you know, just ask me how my day was. Tell me you love me. Reassure me. Um, talk to me. Tell me mm-hmm. what's on your mind. If I've expressed that to you multiple times over and over again, I'm not getting it, mm-hmm. then yes, I'm going to cheat. Or... Why not just leave the relationship? Yeah. Especially if you're not married. What's stopping you? Yeah. And I feel like when you are married, it adds a different layer to it. Exactly. Because then you got to think about household, kids, finances. Like, it's not just as simple as getting up and leaving. Exactly. So we have some comments. Oh, can't wait to hear them. Kevin Kimner said it's never okay to cheat. Exactly. Agree with that. I agree. Um, Wayne says, I think... Attention is a hell of a drug. If you don't get it from the one you want, you look outward, which I believe is a construct of our society. Hmm. That's a very good point. Clout chasing. Yeah, clout chasing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are looking for that, though. Yeah. Like, 
sometimes it's not that your partner isn't giving you affection or they're not everything that you need them to be. Sometimes it's right. just that you like attention. Exactly. And yeah, social media, like how you said, the, the construct and of society nowadays, social media plays such a big part in that. And I always like to stress to everybody, anybody listening, social media is a facade, okay? The grass ain't always greener oh, on the other side. Oh, it's all an illusion. And if all it appears to be greener, more than likely it's fake grass. I think it has a lot to do with ego, right? Mm -hmm. I think in terms of the emotionally available partner and the unemotionally available partner, regardless of what side you're on, right? right? If you have an unemotional available partner who won't budge and won't give you the affection that you're requesting in the relationship, I think they have an ego issue. And if you have someone who's giving you everything you need, yet you're always outwardly looking for something else, Mm -hmm. you got an ego issue. Because the ego likes to be fed, right? So it wants to hear all of the things constantly, can never Mm -hmm. get enough of it. You know, it's like, they say the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm. I'm gonna take a step further. The love of ego is the root of all destruction. Mm. Like you, if you allow your ego to let you believe whether it's okay to seek attention from other people or to not give any type of compassion or empathy to anybody, right. then you're going to live a life of destruction. Right. Everything, everyone that you come into contact with, right. you're going to cause some kind of rift with them because you're operating from a place of falsehood exactly Mm. i see we got some more comments if that (laughs) someone said if wayne said if someone is emotionally unavailable does that mean they used to be available Hmm. Mm, that's a very good question that's a good question i oh my dad ain't watching because i'm about to say this um i uh my father was very emotionally unavailable. I'm talking as his child. Yeah. Like, he was very emotionally detached. Mm. And I have always wondered, was there a moment in his mm. life that was significant for him, that was significant enough for him to make him feel like, I can't be vulnerable. Yeah. Like, I can't, I got to shut that part of me off. Because yeah. if I open up, like, I'm going to get hurt. Yes. I, it's so funny you say that. Literally, I was watching, um, Sweetie did some type of interview. And she was like, "I just listened to an interview with Sweetie about her this week. and Quavo." No, it wasn't about her and okay. Quavo, but it was she did. A, she was on Tamar Braxton's podcast. Yes. But anyways, keep going. She yeah. was. She, I don't. I can't. I don't know where she, who she was talking to or what snippet was from, but literally, she said that Quavo he taught her how to love. He is the emotional one in their relationship, and really? she's not. And so, because she grew up not seeing love. Mm. Her parents weren't together. They mm-hmm. were very cold people. Mm-hmm. They didn't show affection and warmth and love to one another or to anybody for that matter. So she grew up with that. And that made her the person that she is. But she's always expressed to Quavo, I want to be able to develop those feelings and become an emotional person for you. I want you to teach me how to love. And that's what he does for her. And that's why they work out so so well. They're literally, I mm. wouldn't say they're twin flames, but mm-hmm. they're opposites attract for real. So right. it's really interesting that Wayne said that because I feel like it does start from somewhere, um, whether you see it as a child or maybe you experience something really traumatic growing up. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes you not give a fuck. Plain and simple. You don't care anymore. And unfortunately, that's something that as a partner, though, I can't request that from you. You're going to have to learn how to do that by yourself. I can show you what it's mm-hmm. like to be emotional and to have emotions and stuff like that, but you're going to have to be the person. I mean, you're going to have to want to do it for yourself. You, you know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah. 
yeah, you do, and you have to do your own work. Like, exactly. I can't force you to, to do something you don't want to do. And exactly. Yana Vincent says, like, <clears throat> she said something one time. I was watching, like, one of her, like, listen. I was listening to her or something. Anyway, I don't know where it was, but mm-hmm. Yana Vincent said that you don't get to tell people how to love you. You get to make a decision on whether or not you part- you like you want to participate in the way that they love. Mm. So you don't get to tell people how to love you. You get to make a decision on whether or not you want to participate in the way they love. Yeah, that's and interesting. Like, though, because why? That's but, a good point. but why? Why would I not? Why would I not sh- tell somebody how I want to be loved if they want to be with me? I'm teaching them my love language. Because everybody has a way of loving, mm. and so if you if you if that way of loving is not conducive yeah. or it, if it does not work for who you are yeah. and how you want to be loved, you don't get to tell them the criteria of how to love you. I see what you're because saying. Because love is such a deep thing, yeah. you know, and people love from afar. People yeah. love through physical touch. People through lo- people love through gifts of service and acts. You know acts of service and gifts and things of that nature like there's all these different love languages out there right and it's not to say that people can't change the way that they love because they can right but when it comes to a place to where like it's it's a struggle or i guess there's there's a freak there's a level of kind of tug and pull there yeah you don't got you you can't beg nobody to love you that if they don't want to do it 100 percent agree I agree with That's that. why Vantage said, I ain't yeah. gonna big it no more. I ain't heard that one. I'm just one. <laughs> Sick and tired of waiting, don't know what I'm waiting for. I thought you sung this last week. Because you know you, you don't treat me Singing like Cedric, you should. Uh, 94.5 smooth. <laughs> Y'all would think I would, I'm high and drunk. And I swear to God, I'm 100% sober. Which means high. You can't do illegal drugs. It's legal here. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bitch. Okay. I don't know about that one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Okay. We got some more comments. Okay. Nah, we ain't got no more comments. That was the last one we did. That last comment you just said was the last one. But no. <laughs> Take your ass to therapy. <laughs> if yo, if your significant <laughs> other is asking you to do something and you don't know how to do it, do your work. Do your work. Do your work. It's so important for people to do their work. Okay. I am right now in the midst of like a very deep kind of spiritual work right now. Right. So I'm focusing on self-love. I'm okay. doing because a lot of times people who are emotionally unavailable and who cannot love others don't love themselves. Period. Yes. Okay. hundred percent. Like oh, uh, that's on who? Mary had a little lamb. lamb. Okay. It was <laughs> on me. All right, so what I'm doing, this is an exercise for those people. You did that? Let it go. Okay, Um, (laughs) Perry the platypus. (laughs) Okay, so I'm I'm doing this exercise. I'm doing this 40 day challenge, right? Okay. And so I got this from Yana Vincent as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaja Clark has a comment. We're gonna read it in just a second. Ooh, okay. But I'm doing this exercise as well because, like I said, I feel like people who 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 struggle with sh- who struggle with showing love yeah. and presenting love to other people have a struggle of love within themselves. Yes. Because a lot of times they feel like they're not enough or they feel like they're not worthy. Right. Right. So. Mm-hmm. In order to build that self-love up and build that self-esteem up, um, I'm doing, because I'm dating myself right now. I've mm-hmm. deleted all of the dating apps. I am completely, like, estranged mm-hmm. from that world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am doing a challenge where I, every day, mm-hmm. I write 40 I am statements. Mm. And I write 40? them 40. For 40 Jesus. days, 
for 40 days, I will write 40 I am statements. Wow. And okay. I'm not doing them in noun form. I'm doing them in verbs. So okay. I am wealth. I am energy. I am health. I am mm. beauty. I am love. I am value. I am worth. I am fierce. I am amazing. I am like whatever. Okay. Whatever comes to my mind. I'm with that. I am teacher i am child of god i am whatever yeah to affirm myself and remind yeah. myself of who i am at my core yeah so that when i return back to a world where i have to be vulnerable and open myself up emotionally i don't blur my boundaries mm, i got you and yeah. i'm and i'm able to i'm able to just be there for the person who i feel is worthy of yeah my love and my time exactly because you already know yeah, so I'm doing it not only for me, but I'm doing it so that when I get into a position to where I'm in a relationship, I'm prepared. Exactly. Okay, so Jaja <laughs> Clark said, not only do you have to consider the way others love you, but there's also a struggle of your partner not being able to receive or accept the way you love. So mm. yeah, they have to be able to accept it and receive it and understand it. A lot of people don't have, a lot of people really don't know what love means. Right, right. And I feel like often people confuse lust. Lust. Yes. With love. Exactly. Infatuation. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I think that that feeds back into our our previous conversations, especially about soulmates and stuff like that. And soul ties more so because you think that you're in love with somebody or you love somebody when really you're just infatuated with them and you're just lusting after them. And it sucks because then when you learn that that person really never loved you, now you you lose your, you know, some people, they, they lose their self-worth. They feel like mm-hmm. that they're not important anymore. They kind of, um, I guess, that's how they that's how people become cold. Yeah. Exactly in that situation. Yeah. When they've been messed up, I mean, effed over. And, yeah, it's just, I lost my train. Well, you said last, you said, what? Was that last week? Mm-hmm. Last week. Yeah. You said last week.